wanna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on t- Sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up, and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just my mind everything's coming up Kyle tonight everything's coming up Kyle tonight everyone's coming on Kyle tonight wait what no nobody's coming on Kyle tonight everything's coming up Kyle tonight you can't shut this now but you're welcome to try We really have a solid entry every single week off of that song, you we know? Do. We, we do. really, really nail the fuck out of it. Yeah. Every week. We you think you think we're not gonna just make dumb noises when we open up? Yeah, and well, we I mean, do. We don't want to disappoint. We don't want to disappoint, so we're gonna do the thing that you think we're Your not gonna do. My mothers are already disappointed enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long <laughs> intro song. If they didn't like it, you know, in the first 30 seconds, they hated it for the rest of that two and a half minutes, you know? Well, thank you, James, though. He said that that uh, song is such a legit jam. It's such a legit... It is. We, we really... I, yeah, I like that song <clears throat> a lot, dude. I to write a good dad rock song good. on that, yeah. and, and I think we accomplished a lot there. I agree. Well, hey, welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of season two of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. We're here live. Old enough to get married. Oh, oh yeah. yeah this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In certain states. In certain states. Hey, yeah. Well, <laughs> is it in this state? I don't think I so. Think? I don't think it's fifty. I mean, maybe I with your parents' with your consent. Parents, yeah, I think maybe fourteen permission. even. Because I mean, the Amish, you know, the Amish are in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure they marry some of them off young. Yeah. 
Before the Rumspringer? Fuck Rumspringer. the Rumspringer. Have you ever been to Hershey when they're taking over the park? Um, Not Hershey, but oh, I've yeah. worked plenty of restaurants where they like will show up oh, in yeah, droves. Yeah. And I'm always... Which is how did they get there? Well, they always have a guy that's driving them in, in uh, a van, right? Or I on a bus. I hate and... hate them. Oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about Do they ride the your... roller coasters? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. What a fucking on, bunch of Because they're, they're not the ones doing oh, the actual the controlling it. Oh, well, yeah. some of them are. Some of them, yeah, and it, it's weird with their technicalities. Well, yeah, because there's certain, to like, Mennonites have certain rules and others have certain, like, different sects But I mean, within. like, realistically, if if the Amish, regardless, have to deal with regular people every day. So if they were like, you can't go into a building with electricity, you'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah, you'd be fucked. You, you are not supposed to be using it or operating right. it, or really or some people it owning it, and I think that they will I think then, the they can borrow can it. can drive cars yeah. and use certain power tools and shit. Maybe. I believe. You believe? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Vanilla Ice had a show where he did home improvements with the Amish. Really? You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Oh, Oh my terrible. God, how long did this show last for? I think two seasons. Jesus fucking it's like, Christ. I'm taking my rap game and bringing That's it a to the season and a half game. too long. And he I basically bet. just goes to places that are around, like Amish. I don't, I don't remember if it was in Pennsylvania or not, but. Yeah, because I know that people, they're mostly, like, there's Pennsylvania, but there's also, like, Indiana, Ohio, yes. like, a, a lot of uh, different, like, communities, like, uh, right. throughout other states and everything. Correct. But, you know what? Uh,. We're all off on the Amish right now. We're we're, we're off on this I tangent. Have no problem. And I, I love oh their no. shoe fly pie, dude. Whatever you great. like them, you don't like them. Whatever. whatever. I'm kind of impartial to them for the most part. They don't bother me. Um, but another person. You know what? My grandmother made great shoe fly pie. You know what else she did? Drive a car, uh, watch TV, not, uh, fucking hang out, get a perm. Well, they're always hanging out. Did you say and fuck and hang out or fucking, fucking hang, hang out? out. Fucking okay. whatever. Both of them. Both My of them. grandmother fucked. You, I have proof. I'm alive. You are alive yeah. via her. Via her. And she also rocked perms. She yeah. rocked some perms. And built, built, baked built, built great like shoe fly pie. Shoe fly pie. I don't need the Amish. Zach, yeah, don't right. need the Amish. Right, dude, I'm just saying they make great shoe fly pie. I'm they do. They're jerks. jerks. They do. I'm well, not saying they're not. I'm hey, saying they're jerks. Hey, bef- before we go way too far on the Amish. <laughs> Yeah. Although I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I need to in- introduce you two motherfuckers so people that have never listened before yeah. know what's going on. See, I'm Kyle I don't Loka, know who I am either. And now, that's the every other thing. Week. Every week. Every I week, I have to reset yes. you. I have to reset yeah. you. We are joined, as always, by Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Yeah, I'm here. I think. That's you. I th- oh, That's okay. you. Oh, cool. And the memory's coming uh, back now? I meant, uh, sure. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. You were born a small Asian child. Oh, man. That's weird. And then you grew into the mountain. Yeah. From that's Game weird. of Thrones. Real weird. Yeah, that's... Minus the burnt face. Yeah. True. Oh, wait. That's, no, the, that's hound. the hound. That's the hound. Never mind. You turned into the mountain. Minus... The zombie life, zombie life that you live. Maybe I am a zombie. You Am-I might zombie? be. I don't know. You might be. I mean, I'm pretty sure after 39, you're just a zombie, so you're almost there. Almost there, yeah. You're almost there. All, I'm close. Yeah. Zach's much farther away. Which brings us to our other person I have to introduce, Mr. Zachary Storman. Now, Zach, you just popped open a nice cold beer. Mm. What beer did you pop open here? Paps. Blue ribbon, easy. Easy. Low calorie. Oh, now right. smells sweet. Let me read this. Smells sweet. This is the easy Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Ooh. 
Because the other one's so fucking difficult. Nature's choicest products provide... Uh-huh. they. Why did they put blue text on a blue background? Because it's Provide its light, crisp flavor. It's blue ribbon. Only blue the text. finest of hops and grains have been used to create our most easy drinking brew. That That's is. very difficult to read. That is very difficult Until to read. Until you get drunk enough by drinking the... Yes, yeah, now like, oh. this, is, this is PBR easy. It is... Low calorie. Um, now, when I first heard of PBR Easy, I thought it was going to be E hyphen Z. I thought they were going to go that route, yeah. and I was kind of upset that they didn't. Uh, but this is uh, PBR Easy. Justin, you you came across this in the store yeah, when we I were saw out it shopping earlier. Yeah, low calorie. Yeah, and I was well, just like, you know what? It looks like it's just a special bottle or a special yeah. can first when you. That's walk what up. I thought it was originally. Yeah. I will say, I think I like this better than the original PBR or the regular PBR. All right, well, there's there's a crispness there to it in the kind of... Uh, seltzer water. Yeah, in, in a kind of a seltzery... Not, it's not even really in much of a beer way. Like, it has a little bit of a, of a pilsnery bite there a little to bit. it. But not so much. I mean, it so has the bite of the PBR. It has the flavor of PBR, yeah. but... Yeah, hmm. I think I like it better than regular Does this PBR. have less alcohol? I don't, no I don't believe so. I believe you're at the same level of alcohol... I don't know. For it, but I, I did not look that up. And it's 147 me, uh, calories in a tall boy. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Now, while we're sipping on the Paps Blue Ribbon, I wanted to jump on a topic about something that happened two nights ago. Uh, something that used to be a huge event in uh, the world of entertainment and people around the country at one point, believe it or second, not, so- actually tuned in and watched... The Oscars. What are you going to say? I don't mean to cut you off. Yes. You said how many calories are in that? 147. Yes. Okay, so a regular one has 144 calories at 12 ounces. At 12 ounces. How so. does it have 147 for 16? Oh, a regular one. Yeah, regular. Yeah, regular. regular 12. All right. Um, All right. Well, and it doesn't tell me the APB. It's, I assume it's very close. Yeah. It's got to be close. It's be, it, t- it tastes very. It, it, it tastes similar. It's just. It's just. It definitely just tastes lighter and seltzery. Yes. Lighter and seltzery. Uh, but the Oscars. The, yes, Oscars. the Oscars. Something that happens every single year. And this year there's a big stink about it because Kevin Hart tweeted something like nine years ago that offended somebody today. So it's gonna come back to me the way I talk shit on the Amish all the time. It's gonna come Maybe. back. So they they fired him and opted to go without a host, which yes. was a which was a big deal. But. For me, while I was, uh, I didn't watch it live, but while I was doing some uh, YouTube recapping, I saw that the opening of the Oscars, where it's usually like a video montage or, or a little spoof skit. Right. Billy Crystal used to do a lot of like the spoof skits. I remember him from or, after the City Slickers. They would yeah. do like the Wild West, like yeah. them being in City Slickers type deal. And then MTV kind of went into that with their stuff and yeah. doing spoofs. And yeah, shit. they 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 pulled that along into MTV for sure, and and it was a popular way of opening it up. It it made fun of everything. It made light of the evening and kind of just opened it all up on on a fun clever little note or they would do like Hugh Jackman did like a song and dance routine when he came out or comedians will just come out and do more or less a 10 minute stand up spot sure now with no host they were left with the opportunity to open it however they really wanted to go and they opened it with Queen featuring Adam Lambert 
or Queen with Adam Lambert. Like live? Live, performing a medley of Queen songs, all right? Okay. Now, I'll tell you the... Every, he, he didn't sing anything in there, right? Not on, on the, the movie. movie. Not on the movie. No, 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 no. On the movie, it's all Freddie Mercury. It's all his vocals. Yeah, but the guy... But Adam Lambert's been singing with them for... for a few years now. Well, like, probably five years okay, at least, okay, okay. I would think. Uh, I didn't realize he, that. Yeah, he is... He's. If people don't know, he's uh, a guy that was on American Idol, and then he did some Broadway. I think he did Kinky Boots on Broadway and the uh, Angry Inch. I think he did Hedvig and the Angry Inch at some point, if not... Uh, some other is place along those penis? lines. That is about a, a man whose penis was uh, mutilated in like a bad uh, attempt at a sex change operation, I believe. And so now he is left with an angry inch of a penis just yeah. protruding out from his body. So it's and uh, that's like it. Lorraine and Bobbitt's kind of, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Except Why it is was Broadway like so ahead of everyone else? Because, so, I mean. So like they did Cats on Broadway, yeah. and then now all. Everybody For a while, loves cats. everyone just did cats on the internet. Just yep. looked up cats all That's the time. That's all they do. They did this a uh, we uh, transgender thing forever ago. Because yeah. this is an older. Oh well, yeah, these plays are, are almost like at least twenty years old. And yeah. even with uh, I mean, think about even that. with Rent in the mid nineties, they came out and were like very vocal. I think it's because people in the world of the arts are generally more in tune with causes and things that are going on. Sure. Um, when you make a lot of your money for a short amount of time, like performing and rehearsing, and that's where your wealth comes from, you have a lot of more free time, and you then take that, if you're a decent human being, and you invest that into your community, or you invest that into the causes that are close to you, and in the art sure. world, the transgender movement and, you know... AIDS at a different point, like those were going to be in drug addiction, are going to be more do you think uh, that was frequent a, in that world. Do you think that going back to Shakespearean time, because you could not have a woman? Yeah, they didn't stage. have women in plays, so the men uh, would be play women. Yeah, and, I mean, women. It, there's other shows that went through it, like um, Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah. Like they just Monty Python, up, Monty Python, uh, Whitest Kids You Know, and I think that's some of the best, at, like. I'm not saying that women aren't funny or anything like that, but I'm just saying that the best comedy, the best comedy, has been the core group of people just playing different parts. Yeah, like acting that part. Out. So, what are you asking? Do I agree with you? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, there was a question. There involved, was a question. And it just kind of got into a statement. Yeah. But, well, that's uh, a good question statement there, yeah, Justin. Cool. I hey, I have it. a nice, good man. question. What's your statement? Fuck you. <laughs> that was a good question. Oh, okay. There was a queen play. So, queen played. Queen opens up the Oscars. They play a medley of uh, probably about like three or four uh, songs with Adam Lambert. Uh, the entire time, uh, Remy Malik is sitting, uh, Remy Malik, however you pronounce his name, is sitting in the audience, just like going crazy, rocking out. Everybody, they keep cutting. Glenn Close is like, you know, going insane. Um, I forget uh, the one guy. Uh, there was one guy who just like had the horns up and was just going nuts. So, and I was like, that per like it was just a weird yeah. person. It was like just a Spanish actor. Um, it was the guy that was in No Country for Old Men, played Anton main, Sugar. Uh, the yeah, the murderer guy. I oh, just fuck, always, I just watched him. We just watched him in something. Javier recently. Bardem. Yeah, Javier yeah, yeah, Bardem. Yeah, yeah. He was just rocking out, just going nuts to it. And for the performance, the band is phenomenal. They're still sure. they're still Queen. Vocally, you cannot do Freddie Mercury's voice, no matter who you are. Sure. And Adam Lambert's a very good vocalist and and is doing a really good job. But it 
it's not like with Journey where they replaced him with the little Asian guy who yeah. sounded he's exactly not like him. But he sounded so much like him that you could go live and go, oh, I'm far enough away. I'm not going to know that that's not uh, uh, Steve Perry. Like, yeah. you're going to know. Steve uh, Perry. Steve Perry. Uh, you're you're going to know at a Queen concert that it's not Freddie Mercury. Obviously, you know he's dead, but you're going right. to know just from the voice. You can't close your eyes and zone out. And Adam Lambert, as best as he can try, it just sounds like a really good karaoke performance of Queen. Yeah. And it sucks because, obviously, they have every right to keep playing the music that they uh, wrote and they need somebody to sing. At this point, they should just get a hologram. A hologram. I thought at some point that they were going to have a hologram of Freddie Mercury. And run the vocal tracks. Yeah. It would, I mean, it'd be weird, I'm sure, for the for the band being on stage with more or less a ghost of their friend from I mean, 30 years ago. At that point, ago. then the music gets showcased a little bit more with the talent of the, uh, of the definitely, band. You definitely. You know what I mean? Like, but it made me or think. Or pull a gorillas thing, you know? Yeah. Just put up screens and make, make actual music, like a two-hour-long music video that you're just playing through <laughs> while you're playing behind it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about a, a vocalist. Yeah, it's just, it, it's... So obvious with that band specifically sure. because of how incredibly unique his voice was. Now, uh, that, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, I was gonna say, uh, but with the with the, uh, that performance of following that, I thought if Queen, like, can you imagine how big of a story it would have been? How many the, all the eyes of the world would have been on a television set if in 1980. You said the Oscars are going to be opened up by Queen, right. performing three or four songs sure. as a medley. Did they, that's what they did. They, that's what they, they did. did a medley they, of songs. they did a three to four song medley. Okay. And if Queen were able to do that in their heyday with Freddie Mercury, that would have been the most watched Oscar performance of all time. Now this one apparently was up from previous years, so apparently having I no think just a host to begin with, to yeah. See if people who's if they were going to bring it, it up, if yeah. They, if they were going to bring it up, and then obviously people get political and everything super political nowadays. Which that was one thing that they did really well, even with acceptance acceptance speeches. I think Spike Lee was the only one that uh, kind of went a little bit, but nobody right. like was calling any politicians out. Nobody was going. At the jugular, they were just kind of right. saying their little, like, their two cents and looking towards the future in, like, there the was no broadest Mike of Myers, way. Mike Myers, Kanye. Yeah, nothing like Bush that. Now, uh, Mike Myers, Mike Myers was there, and when they were announcing, this is one of the cooler moments, when they were announcing the uh, individual, what they'll do for the, the Best Picture nominees is someone will come out and present, like, a little uh, preview of the movie, basically, for the audience throughout the throughout the show and then the last thing they give out is best picture so throughout the show you're seeing one at a time a little bit from each of the nominees so mike myers and dana carvey come out and they present bohemian rhapsody just as themselves not just as themselves but for the first 30 seconds they just do well i'm gonna puke if you're gonna puke then i'm gonna hurl man if you're gonna hurl then i'm gonna <laughs> the awesome. yeah. and they just do like and then they, they just can went, totally make another movie they could it would be so it would be so funny to see them do like two 55 year old guys who are just way stuck in, in the that, 80s yeah. and that's what it was and, though yeah that's what it that was. Movie I mean, is. in 1992, 93, whenever like the first and second one come out, 
that song was already a decade plus old. Like could they start were off guys with them stuck going in to high see school. The movie about Queen. That would be a funny. And now the good thing for that is Mike Myers is in Bohemian Rhapsody playing the record oh, executive yeah, yeah, yeah. who tells them that the song Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little, you know, a little tongue in cheek thing with that. Sure. But the Oscars uh, aren't important anymore. Like they have. I don't even most know award shows. Who won. Yet I watched most of it, and besides Rami Malek winning for playing Freddie Mercury for Best Actor, um, outside of that, I can't remember anybody else. Who, what Best Picture was Green Book. Wait, which, was that? No one saw that movie. Which is Viggo Mortensen and Maharshala Ali. What the? It was what Black Panther, Black Panther, um, Black Klansman, uh, Green Book, and other ones that didn't have colors in the titles mm-hmm. as well. Um, but they the, was Avengers in that? No, Avengers wasn't. I thought that was kind of bullshit. You're nominating the Black Panther, but you're not putting, but in not any, Avengers. Uh, and Avengers was War. as great. As a movie, as Black Panther was, Avengers was clearly a better film and a better blockbuster movie all around because it had everything that movie had, plus the rest of the the MCU. Did the new Spider-Man win anything? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Feature. Um, That movie deserves it. Oh, it it deserved it more than anything. Those were the ones that I kind of was paying attention to, and then Spike Lee winning for writing for uh, Black Klansman. Um, and he ended his speech by saying, do the right thing. And then, you know, you know I was going to say it. You know I was going to say it because he famously got snubbed in 89 yeah. for uh, do the right thing, lost to Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. For best picture, I well, think for my, writing as well. My whole thing is, is uh, you know, I, I enjoy most of his movies except for fucking the World War Two movie that he made because he was pissed off at fucking... Is this the one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. The well, one that's just like a clear, just like... No, I mean, it's it's uh, it's about, you know, black soldiers in yeah. World War Two. But yeah. at one point, an ice cream truck comes up and it starts broadcasting that Hitler will accept them and they're just pawns. And it's Whoa. like, when did this fucking happen in... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Like, so okay. he just he just uh, ex- mainly, extremely it took extreme artistic uh, liberties yes, with what was happening. Mainly because he was pissed off at. Um, but was he trying to pass it off as a legitimate historical? I think so. Film or yeah, was like, it supposed like, to be? I don't. I mean, again, I don't know. I, I believe. I believe it was supposed to be. Okay. Somewhat See, I, I only watched that movie. I never even once. heard of this movie. Yeah, I forgot what the it's, name of it. Uh, it's something about the statue of like Santa Maria or something like that. Some weird, weird... Statue uh, of El Segundo. Statue of El Segundo? I don't think that's it. I'm going to say I don't think that's it. Well, while you're looking that up, I'm going to get the next beer we're going to take a little taste of ready. Miracle at St. Anna. Miracle at St. Anna. I was close. Oh, no, I saw that. That was an awesome movie. I didn't like it, man. All right. Maybe I didn't see it. I remember the the poster of it. I remember the poster of it, and I remember being like, awestruck by it. But I don't know if that was just a poster or I actually watched the film. I mean, I was I was excited for I it. Watched I watched the World movie. And, I love I love his and I, I was love more not, historically accurate. I remember shit. not being super impressed. I remember not being super impressed with the movie and I'm a really big Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan and I was stoked to see him in a Spike Lee yeah. joint, but well, it, it did I not... previously watched 25th Hour. I love yes. Edward Norton and that movie is great. Like, that's a great fucking film. Here's your beer, sir. Oh, like, thank you. All right. All right. All right. So jump into... Woo! Sorry. Jump into our next beer. Well... We're... 
tasting as I poured it into the cups for you. Oh, it looks like syrup. We are drinking the Harpoon Duncan Coffee Porter. Yes. Now, this came out in the fall. Right. So, um, I'm assuming this has been sitting on a shelf at the Weiss for about six months now. Yes. Um, This beer, if you look up on the website for Harpoon, the way they describe this beer is a beloved Dunkin' Coffee uh, brings robust, roasty notes to this balanced and smooth smooth coffee porter. This porter is our tribute to all the days that Dunkin' has helped us fire up the brew kettle. Right. So it's they're also from Boston and Boston loves fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. They fucking love that shit. It's, it's just Dunkin', bro. Dunkin'. Oh, it, it is just Dunkin'. Fucking Dunkin'. Just Dunkin'. Now, uh it says the appearance has a dark brown to black uh body with a thin tan head, which I definitely can agree with there. Yes. It <laughs> literally looks like espresso. It yes. smells it smells like a porter. It, it just smells, smells like, like a, a porter. porter. That's what it smells like. Now, Justin, before uh, we it were talking about this, oh yeah, yeah, but it smells it like just porter, like yeah. any porter. But yeah, it just smells like you That's said. Poop. It smells like poop. You said that your expectation for this beer specifically is what I normally get from Dunkin' Donuts. Because in my head, every time I see that logo and I'm stopping there, I'm getting a coffee light and sweet usually. So like when I drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee, yeah. it's sweet. So you but see Duncan this on this beer, be you immediately are hoping that it's going to taste the but way that you make your coffee. Um, obviously, by color, we can tell that it's not going to be light, and no. it could be sweet. It could be. Um, now, taking the first sip here, um, it immediately, you get the coffee on the first on the first hit, like right, right away on, on the tip of the tongue. It's actually pretty good. And it doesn't burn. It doesn't have too, too much of You have a coffee high in alcohol. the beginning. Some yep. beer, some porter, and yep. then coffee at the end. And coffee at the end. The coffee is That's the good. thing that kind of like sustains in your mouth. Surprisingly, this is a porter I could drink multiple now, of. This it is six percent, so it's not like a like an imperial stout or anything sure. like that. But I think six percent is where like the cutoff for being a porter somewhere around there is. You're not supposed to be much higher than that. And then it in goes alcohol. to what a stout at that point. Yeah, I think after that is when it becomes a stout. Okay. Now I was looking at the. Uh, the beer advocate it has a 3.77 out of five so it's a very good rating sure um and it's limited uh, availability right now but one of the reviews i was looking at the reviews and i, I wanted uh-huh. to share this uh it's actually the first review that pops up it was a 1.41 out okay. of five which why are you doing good. this beer advocate i don't understand why you have to be so specific with your like i mean why why don't we go to four decimal points why not why not? Let's really be be advocates about yeah. this. All right. So the review says, pie. tasted like cold, black, unsweetened tea and coffee. Would not, well, would not buy again. Do you agree with that? I, I mean, I would definitely buy this again, but I think that's because of what I said in the beginning. When yeah. you see that logo, you're automatically assuming that flavor with, yep. with the label. Do you think this person was hoping for something light and sweet? Or, or sweeter, or, yes, because they said... Or they donut said, flavored. Or donut flavored. Or, yeah, something that's a little more sweeter that yeah. you're going to be eating coffee with. Because there have been beers made in the last year or so that are donut flavored beers. Sure, I mean, there's creme and, brulee Yeah, stouts. oh, the creme brulee stout's delicious. I think uh, I mean, this is a coffee porter, though. Like, I was not... It, even though the label looks like Dunkin' Donuts, I was not expecting it to taste like donuts or sweet coffee. I've I'm had just plenty that of coffee stouts and coffee porters. Yeah, that like 
I think this guy, if he's upset, it's his own damn fault. Oh, yeah, it's his yeah. own damn fault. I oh, think for he sure. just mentally prepared himself for what for he normally For something, has. yeah, for something yeah, else. Yeah, it tastes for... like cold coffee because it's sort of cold yeah. coffee beer. Well, now, unsweetened brewed coffee, yes. My gripe is. is I like this actually more than probably any coffee I've ever had from Dunkin' Donuts. Well, there you go. Because Mornings are going to be great for you, dude. Oh, they're going to be great. They're going to be so good with this. I'm going to buy a lifetime supply from Harpoon. But because you can't get actual dark roasted coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. True. They sell what they call dark roast. But locally, I've had the situation where instead of them giving me... Instead of them... Well, Dunkin' Donuts, if you buy it and make it at home, that's one thing. You can get a dark roast. You can do that. But if you go to them and even order their dark roast... They're not making it correctly. It is not that dark whatsoever. Yeah. They're watering it down a little too much or not putting enough beans in there sure. to get started. Put more beans in, You guys. need more beans. More beans. More you beans. Need them. Get but, them beans in there. Oh, how many more beans could you fit? I don't know. I think you could fit them. Oh, you could fit all the beans, baby. Put all them beans right <laughs> oh, in Oh, baby, that. you could fit all the beans. Right in that put, basket. Put them beans in there. Let them brew it. Put those beans in your mouth. Oh, I want to watch you brew it. <laughs> Oh, Wet them beans up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so this, uh, it, it tastes better than anything that they serve because it tastes like actual, it actually tastes it like tastes coffee. It tastes like coffee, yeah. It really I get does. The, I get more bitterness from the actual roasted coffee. Yeah. Like, I have a bitterness More than from the, the actual alcohol. Than the alcohol. Yeah. Which I can completely deal with. All right, That's so you I would... I don't like porters. I like porters, but I think every porter pretty much... Tastes the same. A lot of them do. Just are, everything just tastes like coffee to me. Especially you know I mean? from the microbrew world, unless yes. they're going with something, again, high in alcohol, and you're entering that imperial stout level, um, or, or really if they're sweet, going like if you're going for a creme super brulee sweet, or something. adding like a cherry flavor or a raspberry flavor, or going the opposite route and going with spicy, which a lot of uh, companies sure. have been doing, like habanero stouts. And jalapeno yeah, but it's usually stouts. not that spicy. It's usually getting... It's just a heat up. at the yeah. end. It's a heat at the end. And in that way, this kind of holds true. It, it, you get the coffee at the end. I would definitely drink more of that. You would definitely drink more yeah, of this. I, I only bought one of them. I made a little mix-a-pack oh, thing, yeah, a little yeah, mix yeah. of seven. Only bought one. If you want the rest of that one, you can totally have at it. Yeah, because I have this PBR uh, here, and then this, we still have wine, my friend. We do have wine. This is the next thing I was going to get to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sip the rest of this beer. And why don't you explain to us what this wine that we're going to be tasting uh, before we go to our first break. Well, realistically, I don't really know jack shit about it. Um, All right. What was the Chardonnay. name? Uh-huh. Uh, went to the Chardonnay. liquor store three weeks ago or four weeks ago. All right. I don't remember. And I'm waiting in line, and right by the register, I see a bottle of wine for five or four ninety nine. I'm like four ninety nine. Look at the label; it's called Zomchart. Zomchart, and there's pictures of a zombie on it. Zombie, there? yeah, All it's right. a zombie themed Chardonnay, and it was five dollars. Five bucks. Now, do Wait, you think it's from like or? Halloween? We didn't drink this. No. I remember you showed me the bottle. Yeah, it was like neon green, like very eye catching, and the back of the label. So you've it was not very tried sweet this yet. And refreshing. We so. just popped this open after you having it for a couple of weeks. We actually did sort of taste it. I cooked down the chicken. Oh, you made some, some sandwiches before we went live. Yes. Okay, that chicken was delicious. Mm-hmm. So if that's any sign, this is going to taste like really good chicken. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, so taste tasting the Zom Shard here. Shard, yeah. From a solo cup. Mmm. That tastes like a very, very basic Chardonnay. Yeah. That just, it doesn't even, 
I can't even say it tastes like a basic Chardonnay because I'm not as much of a wine connoisseur it's, as it's I would weird. like to it's think I am. It's sort of sweet. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like sweet. it. And then it gets super dry, and I'm like, I'm not going to like this. But it has a, a lack of a flavor almost there to it. You yeah, get it almost more tastes of like the, dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get more of the alcohol burn in the back of your yeah. throat. But this is it's almost it's almost watery but with like a with like a, an unfiltered water feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Like hey uh we just you got we got water but uh there's dirt at the Yeah, it's just like pond water. Yeah. 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 All mean, right. I'll probably well, keep drinking this. But. Zomshard tastes like pond water. If you see it, that's why it's 4.99 for Yeah, it'll, it'll probably get you fucked the up. Bottle. Though, so, oh, it's uh, going to get you fucked up. Well, you up. drink a whole bottle of wine and you're going to get fucked no up. No matter what the wine yeah. is, it's going to get like, you fucked up. It is going to get you fucked up. Now, all right, we're going to head into our first break here. Uh, this week, if you're listening live on YouTube, we are premiering a... Premiere. Premiering. Premiering a... Oh, for the first time ever on a podcast, <laughs> the new music video from our good friends at Headspell for their single, Hebby. H-E-B-I, Hebby. Now, I had to clarify the pronunciation because I was like, is it Hebe? Is it Hebi? Is it Hebi? What does it mean? Hebi? I'm not sure at all. Yeah. Uh, but like, I knew a guy back in heavy? the day whose nickname was Hebi, and it's not about him. I clarified that. Huh. So, well, they, that was uh, my curiosity. But this is yeah, Hebbard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve I was like, is, do you, do, I was like, do you know the lead singer of uh, this band from way back in the day, Steady Hands, Steady Hearts? And he was like, no, no, what? So it's not about him. And he was like, no, no, what? All right, cool. I thought maybe you were like his brother, and I didn't know it. And he's like, nope, totally different name. That conversation didn't actually yeah. happen. All yeah. right, so we're going to be... Uh, no, 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 no. We're going to be uh, premiering here for the first time on a podcast anywhere. The new single and music video for, once again, Headspell. You can check them out at, at Headspell on Instagram, and check them out on uh, Spotify and iTunes and also on YouTube. Yes. Uh, here is the music video. We will be back in a couple of minutes.
And we are back. Again, that was the video from Headspell for their new single, Heavy. One thing I got to say about that band, the thing that I, I uh, love the most about their sound <coughs> is it, it harkens back to the time where I was getting into what was then emo. Right. It has the feel of Armor for Sleep bands sure. of that era. And a lot of it is our good friend Zach Dondi on the lead guitar. Just the trills that he comes up with right, there right, right, right. are—they're just fun. Like instead of going to like a heavy breakdown like the mid two thousands and onward, like they did, it was just slow it down, simplify it, and a nice clean kind of like very approach. clean. Yeah, it I mean, is so cool. Telecasters the whole time too. Like oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Cool, yeah. It's all about tone. Then it is. You know dude. what I mean? Like. That's yeah. It's a fucking. Cool. Uh, it's a, a wonderful fucking song. So thanks to the guys for uh, letting us 
show you that for the first time ever on a podcast. Yeah. It's been out for like a week or so just on YouTube. But, I mean, you know, on a play, podcast. We've, we've had a... Yeah, this we had second, the, yeah, this is the second time. They're our first uh, returning band uh, yeah. as a guest feature. So uh, double awesome. thanks to them yeah. for that. Now, this week for our uh, brunch weekly single... We uh, we we were lucky enough. Zach was lucky enough to still be in possession of the amplifier that James had brought yeah. over I last week. James, I told James if he wants it back, he'll have to kill me. <laughs> he'll have to kill him, or you can buy it off of him for you know uh, a pretty penny. You can sure. buy it off of him yeah. if you like. No, or he could kill you. Come kill me, buddy. Come kill him. Take it. Take we're me. here. You know where we're at. Now uh, you said we've got this amp. So I want to do something that's got uh, a lot of gain to it. That was kind of where you started the conversation off yesterday. Um, my immediate thought was kind of you know a grunge feel, right. and then you said so something like Soundgarden. So that's where we that was our jumping off point. Soundgarden was yeah. Soundgarden. We're right. gonna write a, a song in that vein. Uh, so immediately for me, Which vocally, it did start off that way. Yeah, you know, it definitely it, did, and I think it, it still it, has some fuel. It in that. definitely held kind of the 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 heart of it there for for most of uh, the the recording process. For me, I immediately think Chris Cornell, his vocals are a little bit higher uh, sure. in the register. Um, I'm thinking more just grunge, you know, just kind of the marble and Eddie better approach. Exactly, exactly. So that was kind of my thought process today, like leading up to it before we uh, sat down. Now, when we uh, got back here, Zach, you had already started working on uh, the guitar parts. And what were you thinking? What was your thought process behind what you were doing? Was it mostly about the tone, uh, getting out of that amp? Uh, um, where did you start? Well, I played in D, which I very, very rarely do because yeah. I hate it. Um, but, you know, those, those, especially Soundgarden, you need to play in D. And there's like just a certain... Like, it's like a couple... To simplify, there's like just a couple frets you need to hit in in certain orders. Sure. That make it that give it that sound. Yeah. Um, well, they and also I didn't wrote get crazy. Weirdly, right? They wrote they. Like like six eight. Yeah, like Soundgarden plays like in crazy, crazy time, time signatures. signatures. And stuff. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't do that because I knew we didn't have enough time to signatures. really do that well. Right. Um. So I just made I wrote things a little stranger. All right. Uh, just okay. a little off feeling. Yeah. Without getting too down the rabbit hole of time signatures. All right. Now, with from that, what I know from after doing drums and stuff, yeah. I really thoroughly enjoyed where the song was going. Well, I was gonna say with with that, you jumped in, Justin, into the the recording room to jumped to, into the drum set. You yeah. Just jumped right through it. Right you through broke it. it. We had to rebuild the drum set. That took a couple of days. Yep. So we we froze time. Fixed it, unfroze time. Right. Could have done a lot more with what could've, with we that. We should have done a lot. We more. only had one time yeah. freezing ability, and we wasted uh, it on rebuilding your drum set. Sorry, and it didn't turn out good. Maybe we'll it, find another. It did not turn another clock. Another clock from the movie Clock Stoppers. Because sure. I only found one. I only found yeah. one, and you can only use it once. Apparently, I didn't watch that movie too closely. It's really old. We movie. need to bring back those uh, old Super Nintendo controllers that yeah. have the. Pause <laughs> where it would start <laughs> stop time. Yeah. Oh, turbo like, it works. It works yeah, in real turbo. life. It works in real life. I, I hope so. I mean, yeah. the movie remotes about that. Sort it, of. That's false advertisement if it's not true. Yeah. yeah. Click. You mean? Click. Click. Yeah. yeah remote. The movie, yeah. That's <laughs> like the remote. movie remote controlled. Yeah, yeah, remote yeah. control. Is that yeah, what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. With. with uh, <laughs> 
With Sadamandler. Yeah. <laughs> and still just David Hasselhoff. <laughs> um, now, uh, for the, the drums, you jumped into the drum set. You jumped in uh, to the room to start working on uh, the drums. Yes. And like we were saying, they do kind of have weird time signatures. So, Zach, you kind of just wrote it weirdly. Um, what was... I mean, immediately once you got in there, it was much easier it felt for you to kind of find well, the groove that you're yeah, going it was, with. Uh, well, I mean, because it's a little more fast-paced, yeah. a little heavier. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't as much the mellowed Very laid out. back yeah. where I have to restrict myself as yeah. much. I mean, I wish I had more time to work on fills and whatnot, but... Would you yeah. say of the songs that we've done so far that this is the one you've gotten to do uh, I think this is the, the most, most consistent yeah. that I've played. Well, yeah. minus... Minus the stuff that we've worked on. I mean, like, per week, yeah, I think it's the most consistent. I don't know. I think I played the best out of any of them on this Hell one. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I I sincerely was enjoying everything that you were you were laying down there. And then, Zach, you went in, uh, threw some bass on it. Um, any issues with the figuring out the bass line for what you had written on the guitar? Did you have to drop down to D for that, oh, too? Oh, yeah, I did. How was that? You don't, you're, you're a bassist by trade, generally. So, do you like playing bass in drop D even less than you like playing guitar in drop D? I just don't like playing in D. Some songs need it. Like, if a song's in D, then yeah, it's right. Yeah. But as far as... Keeping a guitar just tuned like, yeah, I'm just like having my, all the guitars tuned the same. You just yeah. grab it and you play it. Yeah. And it just works. Sure. Now, uh, as far as the guitar went, you played uh, the Flying V on this one, right? I did. You did play the Flying V, so the Flying yeah. V through... And what, what amp is James's amp up there? Uh, Mesa Boogie. Uh, Mesa Boogie. Oh, oh. Yeah. So you got a lot of a lot of nice a lot of nice gain on it. It sounds oh, yeah. fucking beautiful. And there's not a lot of... There's one layer of drums, one layer of bass. Okay. Um, we didn't do much doubling. Guitar, we didn't double there's any only vocals. very small sections that have um, two guitars at the okay. same time. Um, and the vocals is just, it's a couple layers now because of the effects, but it's yeah, really right. just one. Yeah, we did pretty one much one go. one run of it for, you know, what, well, one final, you know, cut of it uh, in there. And then you were saying uh, with a lot of these songs from that time period, the filters that they would put over it really add to the, mm -hmm. the feeling of the song, the ambiance of the vocals and everything along those lines. Right. Uh, now, lyrically, uh, this time, I've, I've been learning from, from what you guys have been saying, and I know, I know I'm very wordy, uh, and I write a lot of words, and with grunge, it's a lot of holding out vowel sounds, right. and at one point while we were recording, I was like, let me just go full Scott Stapp on it, and it was just too cartoony. Yeah, too cartoony. too cartoony. Didn't work. Which I've not it, heard it, any of these vocals. You haven't heard any of the vocals because you were down here making us dinner. Yeah, like a good lady, uh, and yeah, we uh, appreciate it. <laughs> um, and we uh, we did finish the vocals, um, and then what did you add after vocals? Uh, did you go back over with any other guitar? Nope. So you were just up there wrapping it up, mixing it, mastering it, and putting the final product together. Yeah. All right. Now, what did we wind up calling this song? Uh, purple hot dog. Purple hot purple dog. Hot dog. Yes. Now, uh, the reason we called it purple hot dog. Back to the the lyrics. I wrote uh, these short, succinct lyrics about a person that is just living 
uh, their same life over and over again. They're fully consciously aware of living on repeat and just wanting it to be the last time that they're going through all of this. So I said, uh, well, Justin, you said it was like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And then I said Grunge Hogs Day. Day, And then Zach said, that is terrible. (laughs) And he changed it to Purple Hot hot Dog. Purple Hot Dog. P-A... G or D A W G. D A W. Okay, well at least it's dog. dog. Okay, purple hot dog. I almost right. never say D O G. D O G. So it's dog. dog. No, or at least D O double G. You know, <laughs> never just dog a dog. D O G. Oh yeah. Now, uh, any any record breaking with the length on this song this nope. week? All right, so just a nice standard. Standard ass song. Yeah. Alt rock grunge. Sure. Radio single. From you brunch. Heard it, you're hearing it first. You're here. hearing it first here. All right, so let's yeah. jump into this. And then when we come back from the break, we have a little bit of a special event for our final segment here. All right. We'll be back in, I'm going to say, three to five minutes. Okay. See ya.
Yeah. All right. Holy fuck. That was fucking sweet, man. You know what? I got to get better with my fucking snare rolls because I don't like them. They're, you don't like They're too it? rushed, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, great. I mean, I'm we, just nit- nitpicking on that. But and we I mean, also, like, again, write a song in three hours yeah, or yeah. so every single week. But yeah, so you no, can't no, be I'm having problems terribly. with the cymbals. I just can't get oh, the cymbals to, to, to sit right. Um, I have to deaden them more, I think. Well, I don't know why you guys are getting all, like... <laughs> Hum glum over that I mean, song. I mean, I love the song. But when this, when, that part on the toms, when there's no cymbals, yeah, it just punches you right. Yeah, and when those cymbals come in, they just sound cheap to me. Okay, they're not. They're good cymbals. Yeah. I just don't have. You're not the, picking it up the right. I don't way. have I, the right placement. We'll we tried something new today too. You I know think what it mean? worked so better. It did work better. I think it sounded decent, yeah. but um, yeah, I just don't have the the room set for those cymbals. Yeah. Quite right. We'll figure it out, though. but the song was rad. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think I did a phenomenal job on all of my <laughs> shit. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Justin. You yes. need work. Yeah, I need work, I brother. And Zach, oh, 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 oh it's magic. Anything in that cup? Nothing in that cup. No, oh, it wasn't even a cat to blame. Yeah. Wasn't even a cat to blame. All right, so for our uh, final little part here, what what I wanted to do is uh, some trivia for you okay. guys, all right? Now... Some trivia. Uh, for those who know me in the in the real world, uh, I work at our uh, sometimes sponsor... Butt uh, plug! Butt plugs, <laughs> cock rings, and I, I sell those on the side when I'm not working at the yeah, Cinder uh, Bar and Grill in East Stroudsburg, right. uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, every Wednesday Ooh, there... PA! PA all day. PA yeah. all day. Uh, but the the uh, every Wednesday night I host a trivia night from seven thirty to nine thirty. Now I put a decent amount of effort into yes. the questions, and I try to make it not so hard that people can't answer them, right. and using the the wording of the question to give them certain hints. Sure. And I'm curious to see uh, if. On a round that I'm going to go through here, which is called Previously on Trivia Night. That'll be our first right. round. Okay. This is a Are mix. any of these from the night that I almost won? They, they could be. I do not believe so. Uh, but it. they are we a... We were so close, They dude. are a mix of questions from uh, the first about six, seven weeks okay. of uh, my Trivia Night. Right. Now, um, with, uh, with uh, the Trivia Night, the way I do it is I have three rounds... I ask the people in uh, that that are in the audience, people that are that are coming, not in the audience, but people that are in the bar right. that are coming for trivia night, to uh, give me ideas for categories that they want. Sure. Sometimes I get them, sometimes I don't, and even when I get a suggestion, I'm trying to then stump the person who suggested, who suggested it. it. I want it to be just as difficult for them, which might make it sure. more difficult for someone else. So what I'm curious here is uh, the two of you are uh, slightly intelligent to above intelli- above average intelligence uh, uh, human beings, and you like are not so. too drunk right now. Right. So not yet. With no real context other than these have been questions I've asked previously on my now, trivia nights. I think I asked. I want to see. Before. I want to see just how good you guys can do on these questions. The, were these questions that stumped people? They weren't questions that stumped people. They were just questions that I thought were either good the questions. best questions, okay. my favorite written questions, anything like that. 
So there so are. So these will be questions that you're asking tomorrow. No, so these are questions that I've asked that. in the past. These are questions I've asked in. You the already past. know the answers coming up. Yes, so but these are not <laughs> for tomorrow. These are not for tomorrow. These were from January second. I asked these okay. questions. So uh, the way we're going to do it, uh, each of you have a piece of paper and you have a black marker. Uh, I am going to, for the first round, I am going to read through these questions, and each of them has a multiple choice uh, for the answers, A, B, C, or D. I'm going to read the question, read the answers, and I want you both to write down your answers quietly on your own, and then we'll go back over read through and see how you guys scored on this, all right? Gotcha. So it's fairly simple, and if you're listening at home, please play along and see how you do. If you're listening live, let us know exactly how you scored out of 10. We'll give you one point for every single question, all right? Sure. So the first question comes from my U.S. history category. Okay. All right. So question number one, the Constitution of the United States is a living, growing document. The precedent was set in 1791 to allow for changes with the first ten amendments. What do we call the first ten amendments? You only have to write A, B, C, or D for your answer, okay? So what do we call the first ten amendments? Is it A, the Federalist Papers? B, the Bill of Rights? C, the Declaration of Independence? Or D, the Magna Carta? Again, A, Federalist Papers, B, Bill of Rights, C, Declaration of Independence, D, Magna Carta. Okay. Both good? Yeah, good? All right. Number two, this is from my classic TV sitcom category. The Jeffersons moved up from Queens to Manhattan in 1975, leaving Move behind their original castmates on what classic TV oh. sitcom? Once again, the Jeffersons moved up from Queens to Manhattan in 1975, leaving behind their original castmates on what classic TV sitcom? Was it A, Family Ties? B, What's Happening? C, All in the Family? Or D, Three's Company? All right, again, A, Family Ties. B, What's Happening? C, All in the Family? D, Three's Company. Let me know when you're good. I'm good. You're all right? Yeah. How are you feeling confident on, on the no, first two? No. no? I, right. I, I actually think I know the answer, but I don't think all right. I know the answer. Like, it's not coming to me. You know what I mean? I hear you. Now, number three, this is from my uh, just a, a generic sports category I did one night. Okay. Your college football category. College football, yes. The NCAA red shirt and the freshman at Notre Dame category. Yes. Number three, Babe Ruth debuted with the Boston Red Sox in 1914 before being traded to the New York Yankees and creating the Curse of the Bambino. Known mostly for his big bat, what position did George Herman Babe Ruth originally play? What position did Babe Ruth originally play? Was he A, a starting pitcher? B, a left fielder? C, shortstop? Or D, catcher? I have no idea. No, no idea. A, starting pitcher. B, left fielder. C, shortstop. D, catcher. Justin, feeling confident on this one? You think you got this one? You're a baseball guy. You're a baseball guy, so... So hopefully you get a little bit in there. You're not either a Boston or a Yankee fan. I'm not. I'm You're not. not and I've watched the movie Babe. 
You see the movie Big? I don't know if they've the pig about one it. or pig? the one with John both Goodman. Of both, both of them. Of them? Yeah. They are both good movies. They are, they are. and slightly confusing because I think at both different points in both movies, somebody says that'll do pig. Yeah. To the I main so. person named Babe. Yeah. All right, number four. This was from my fashion category. Okay. All right, number four. Prostitution is the oldest career in recorded history. During the Italian Renaissance, ladies of the night would wear what color to let passers-by know that they were for sale? Right. All right, during the Italian Renaissance, ladies of the night would wear what color to let passers-by know they were for sale? A, red. B, black. C, yellow. D, green. A, red. B, black. I know what I want to go with. C, yellow. D, green. Do I feel like it's wrong? Yeah, I feel like it's wrong if I go with that. Sam, one more time. A is red. B is black. C is yellow. D is green. All right. Some struggle on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, three, really. All right. And I'm moving on to number five. This one is from my uh, Animal Kingdom category. Okay. You've heard of a pride of lions, a gaggle of geese, and a murder of crows. But what animal, when gathered in a large group, is known as a flamboyance? Yeah. What animal? I, I, will, I must admit, I was yeah. here for this trivia. You were here for that one. Yes. So do you, do you remember I, it? I do know. You it. do remember yeah. it. All right. Cheater. Well, then, a little bit of an advantage. <laughs> Cheater. Was it a or is it uh, flamboyance? Is it a flamingos? B peacocks? C queen angelfish? D chameleons? Again, a flamingos. B peacocks. C, Queen Angelfish, D, Chameleons. And I want to say something right right off the bat. Both of you are immediately smarter than most people that go to most trivia nights because they hear the right answer and they write it down immediately. Yeah. They don't, like, even, like, if you know it, that's great. But then everybody just saw you write down yeah. the answer after or, C or, or they after think D. You're wrong. Or they think you're wrong. True. They, they could think you're wrong. But I always kind of like... But they know what you know. My favorite is when you see people doing this. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll mimic... You know, like they'll mimic... They'll actually say yeah. what it is without saying it. Yeah. Or the, you'll, you, it's just like playing poker with somebody. Somebody will tap some... Like you you have tells on people. Yes, exactly. Like, so when somebody knows the every answer week, that they hear. Every week I have to tell people you are a lot louder than you think you are. Yeah. Like everybody heard your reasoning from across the room and now they're... Again, either stealing your answer or thinking you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, all right. Or both. Probably both. <laughs> all right, number six. This is from my... Uh, uh, it was a, a musical award category, I believe. Okay. All right, in 1989, the Grammy for <coughs> Best Rap Performance was created. It was given out only one more time in 1990 before becoming a yearly award in 2012. So from 90 to 2012, there was no Best Rap Performance. Really? Yeah. Kendrick Lamar has won the award three times since then, but what rap artist won the inaugural Grammy for Best Rap Performance? Again, that was in 1980. I'm sorry. uh, Yes, for 1989. 1989. 1989. So was it A, LL Cool J for Going Back to Cali, B, Salt and Peppa for Push, 
C, Cool Mo D for Wild Wild West. Or D, DJ Jazzy Jeff in The Fresh Prince, Parents Just Don't Understand. Once again, A is LL Cool J going back to Cali. B is Salt and Peppa Push. C, Cool Mo D, Wild Wild West. And D, DJ Jazzy Jeff in The Fresh Prince, Parents Just Don't Understand. That's a great song. It is a great song. Honestly, out of these four songs, that's the one I've heard. No, you've definitely heard. I've probably heard the other. I mean, going Wait, back to Cali, I've definitely heard. Push it. Push it. Sorry, push, push it. it. Push okay. it real good. Yeah. Not push. Push it. Copyright strike. I think we did too from, much there. From one of them. We did too many. Ooh, ooh, oh, wait, no, they're both still alive, right? All right. I think they are. Yes. Salt yeah, I think they're still, yeah, they're still Salt touring. Is still with Peppa? Salt is still with Peppa. Paprika has not had to join the band yet. All right. Number seven. This is from my category that was on serial killers. Okay. Luis Garavito, one of the world's most terrible serial killers, admitted to the killings of 147 boys, while the real total is to be is believed to be over 300. Jesus. Due to Colombian laws, yeah, get this, due to Colombian laws limiting sentence lengths, Garavito only received a sentence of 30 years for his crimes. 300 people? 300 30 people, 30 years. Jesus. What nickname did the media give Mr. Luis Garavito? Was he A, the animal, B, the beast, C, the tiger, or D, the badger? Killed 300 people. Served 30 years, serving 30 years. He's not yet out, I don't believe. Okay. So the second he kills somebody else, he can go back in for another 30 years. Is that the minimum? Like that when you that kill is somebody? That is the maximum sentence. So when like, you kill somebody, they're like 30 years. 30 years. And yeah, so it, so it maxes have, I mean, out. I mean, not to probably justify his thing, prison, but he was probably like, like wait, I get 30 years for control. one. Might as yeah. well do 300. Might as well do 300 and only admit to about 147 of them. Can you read the answers again? Yes. Once again, A, the animal. B, the beast. Some of these. C, the tiger. D, the badger. Some of these. There's one I want to say, but I don't yeah. know if it's because of a movie. Maybe. You never know. Uh, All right. Get your answers down. I am uh, doing terrible. We don't know. We haven't heard any. Well, you know. my confidence level is in the toilet. In right the toilet. Now. All right. All right. I mean, see, this is a good trial because I want to see. I want to see because the second round is going to be a little bit different. Okay. But the first round, this is all just random trivia that are not necessarily in categories that the two of you are big sure. on. Right? Sure. So we're just seeing what the base level is. All right. So number eight. The word dynasty, this is from a sports championship dynasty. category. Okay, I the word we're about like yes. Asian people. No. The word dynasty. Weird. Dynasty. Uh, why, is that, the, why is that weird? Like the well, there are other dynasties outside of Asia. I know, but I'm just I saying, mean I guess I, it is I think Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors? Game. Okay. Sorry. You're a nerd. Yeah. Alright, okay. again, number eight. The word dynasty gets thrown around a bit too often in the world of sports. But it's very hard to deny a team the title of Dynasty when they win eight straight consecutive championships. With the longest streak of championships win championship wins in any professional sport, what team went to 
and won eight straight championship titles in their respective sport. The only one in any sport ever to do eight straight. Eight straight. Now, was it A, the Pittsburgh Steelers, B, the New York Yankees, C, the Montreal Canadiens, or D, the Boston Celtics? Is that a real team, the Montreal Canadiens? They are a real team in a real sport called hockey. 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 Is that an Asian sport? It is not. It's like curling, but more aggressive. (laughs) Aggressive curling. Aggressive curling. Real extreme curling. I want to do some extreme downhill curling. (laughs) This is so easy. It's don't break the stone. You got to make it out of glass. Don't break your and face. And don't break your face. Yes. Yes. All right. So, again, your options there were Pittsburgh Steelers A, B was New York Yankees, C, Montreal Canadiens, and D, the Boston Celtics. All right. Yeah. I'm good. Feel confident? I do. You do? I think. Zach? No. No? All right. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, there there could be a possibility that there are two teams that are very close on that. Very true. Very true. All right. Now, number nine. This is from the, uh, uh, I think it was like a company slogans or mottos, something like that. Okay. Currently, this company sits atop of the tech world, but it wasn't always the case. Like many companies in Silicon Valley, they were nearly extinct early on before they solidified themselves a tech giant. What company leads the way in innovation behind their motto, Think Different? Think Different. Oh, I should know this. Is it A, Google? B, SpaceX? C, Apple? Or D, Samsung? Think Different. A, Google, B, That's, SpaceX, that is a tough C, one. Apple, See, that not, I know D, that one. Samsung. I know that one. You might just one. give me the answer. You might not. It's maybe, just, maybe not. You might just know that one. I mean, that is one. I feel like I should know that, but... All right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, I forgot when I read it uh, out loud, somebody shouted out, because somebody that wasn't playing thought they knew the answer, and shouted out... I forget what the fuck they said, but it was something dumb like the New York Times or something like that. They're like, think different. New York Times! I said tech company. That is the opposite of tech. That is print media. That is so far from tech. Yeah. All right. Number number 10. Number 10, all right? This is from my uh, review of the year 1999 category. Okay. It was right before New Year's. I was reviewing 1999. All right, because, you know, now we're 20 years back from that. On December 1st of 1999, Jay-Z reportedly stabbed Lance Un-Rivera at a release party for Q-Tip's newest album. The reason for the stabbing, where Jay-Z allegedly shanked him in the stomach with a five-inch blade, was suspicion of bootlegging. For what 1999 Jay-Z album was Rivera suspected of bootlegging, with such hangle, uh, such singles as Do It Again, Put Your Hands Up, and Big Pimpin'. So what Jay-Z album had Do It Again and Big Pimpin'? A, Reasonable Doubt. B, Volume 3, Life and Times of S. Carter. C, The Dynasty, Rock La Familia. You know, his Asian-influenced uh-huh. record. Yeah. And D, The Blueprint. All right, again, A, Reasonable Doubt, B, Volume 3, 
the life and times of S. Carter. C. The dynasty. Rock La Familia. D. The blueprint. Really hope I don't get this one wrong. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm going to go through yeah. the questions, read yes. them off, and then you tell me what you had, and you can just like mark yourselves uh, okay. correct or incorrect. All right. So, number one, the Constitution of the United States is a living, growing document. What do we call the first ten amendments? Justin, what is your answer? B. B, which is Bill of Rights. Zach, your answer? Yeah. B, Bill of Rights. That is correct. So, both of you, one and one. All right. The Jeffersons came off of what classic TV sitcom? Number two. I put B, but it could have been All in the Family. You think it's What's Happening? But you think it also be All in the Family? I think it's All in the Family. You put C? Yeah. All right. It is C, All in the Family. So two to one for Zach. You had me mess up with the other family ties. That's what I did. And then in my mind, I'm just like, wait, which one is Family Ties? Yeah. Which one's got Michael J. Fox? Which one's got an old curmudgeon on a fucking chair? Yep. True. And I forgot. They're he was was amazing. he the, he was a mailman, right? I, I forget what his position was. I think he was like their neighbor or something like maybe, that. Maybe yeah. it was a neighbor. And yeah. which one had Steve Urkel? Family Matters. Family, family Matters. matters. Yes. I could have thrown that in there. I didn't even think about that. Family ties, family matters. Yeah. Family right. having sex with your family. <laughs> sex with family matters. Sex with your family in the city matters. matters. Yes. It's good crossover. Yes. I'm such a Steven. Uh. You're such a Stefan. <laughs> All right, number three, Babe Ruth debuted for the Red Sox in uh, 1914 before being traded to the New York Yankees. What position did Babe Ruth originally play? Was he a shortstop? Justin says C, shortstop, Zach. Well, in my mind, I didn't say shortstop, but I did write C. So I guess I fucked up All right, what did you think? I thought it was outfield. Outfield, all right. Both of you would have been incorrect. He was a starting pitcher. He was a starting pitcher. He was a starting pitcher. Oh, that's the, yeah. And the funny thing is, he was so big. He was like 6'2. Yeah. He was only like 6'2. But back then, nobody was 6'2, 250. I mean, if I was, yeah, if I was. You're back then, you would be be a a freak show. Yeah. You would be in a freak show. They would kill you. They Probably. would. They'd be like, get <laughs> get fire and and pitchforks and let's chase them through the countryside. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The prost- uh, Number four, prostitution is the oldest career in recorded history. During the uh, Italian Renaissance, what color did ladies of the night wear to let everybody okay, know they so were Okay, so I wanted sale? to go with red okay. and then black across yes. my mind, but I think it is yellow. Okay. Because I'm thinking Italy. Italy. All right. Zach? I went with red because I had no idea on that scene. All right. Roxanne! You yeah. don't have to put on that red light, and in Italy you wouldn't because it would be C, yellow. Oh, yeah. Yellow. Now, my only thought there is it's to hide the stains. Yeah, maybe. Oh, to hide that, that oh, the yellow cum stains. That's what it'd be. That Italian jism. Yeah. And the ricotta. <laughs> Can't tell. I just got done making ricotta. Is it bad. jizz or is it ricotta? Is it jizz or is it ricotta? What if it had been jizz? Taste it. All right. Number five, you've heard of Pride of Lions, Gaggle of Geese, and a Murder of Crows. But what <coughs> animal in a large group is known as a flamboyance? Justin, flamingos. you said flamingos. That is correct. What did you throw down, Zach? Flamingos, A. Flamingos, right? you got it, A. All right. So what are we at so far? Three what do you here. got? Three I and got three? three yeah. All right. So we're tied up at three halfway through. Number six, in 1989, the Grammy for Best Rap Performance was created. Who won the inaugural Grammy for Best Rap Performance? Justin. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. That's what I put. That's what you put, and you are both correct. Yeah. Parents just don't understand. 
That's Seems D, that's right? That's the right area. That was D, yeah. yes, sir. Number seven, Luis Garavito uh, admitted to killing 147 boys, while the real number is believed to be over 300. What nickname did the media give Mr. Garavito? Justin, number seven. I wanted to put the beast, but then I thought a split. Okay. And I wasn't sure if you'd seen it. Okay. So I went with C. All right. And Zach? Hey, I went with A animal. It is B, the beast. They Fuck. called him the Damn. beast. All right, I never heard of that guy. I had no, I had no idea. I saw him in a documentary at one point, so I figured it was enough of people that watch documentaries <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that you could, Good chance that you might have sure, heard of him. Sure. Also, everyone should know of a man who's only spending 30 years in prison for, for 300, 300 people. people. Yeah. It's terrible. It's if you want to get into murder, I guess go to Colombia. What happens if you're not Colombian? Uh, I mean, it's Same still their thing? laws. Is it five yeah. years? Of? Maybe you get oh, deported. You're not from here. It's yeah, maybe you get years. deported. Yeah, it's, you're not from here. Ah, weekend. <laughs> weekend in the stocks. Yeah, here's, go, here's some powder in the stocks. Just go out there. We're gonna chew, chew people on are this gonna root. throw throw food at you. Chew on this root. Maybe pee on you a little bit, but yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. All right. So number eight. The word dynasty gets thrown around a bit too often. What is the only team, though, in any sport to win eight consecutive championships? The Yankees. The Yankees yeah. is Justin's. Both of you are incorrect. It Damn would be it. the was Boston Celtics. Celtics. Ah. Yep. From, I believe, 1957 ah. to 1965. So, wait, what is it? How many of the Yankees? The Yankees, I believe, Six have or seven? only ever won, I, th- I believe, and James, though, if you're listening in still, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken. Is I it believe five? it was like three. Four. Okay. I don't think they've ever won more than four straight. I mean, and even that, I'm eight not sure. Eight is an insane feat. Dude. That is absurd. That is absurd. Imagine if the Patriots were now, eight years in. Now, granted, this was a time when it was they were in Boston, it was basketball, and there were probably four brothers in the entire sure. league. Sure. And you just got a bunch of dudes from Boston that grew up on the street playing Boston ball. They're probably right. just murdering people yeah, on the probably, court, you probably. know, for eight years. I mean, that's why Larry Bird I mean, I don't want to blanket right? statement an entire city of racists, that's but why I mean... Larry Bird played for him, right? Yeah. The hardball. Yeah, the hardball. Because yeah. Larry Bird liked to stab people with his nose. Yeah. That's what he liked to <laughs> yeah. do. Oh, yeah. All right, number nine. What company leads the way in innovation behind their motto? I gave Think this one different. away. You gave it away? Apple. No, it's, it's Apple. Apple. It yeah. is Apple. I All was right. going to put Google, and then I'm like, eh. Google. All right. I was Google also thinking don't IBM. Don't be evil. Yeah, evil. don't be evil. Yeah, that's right. Don't that's be right. evil is there, and it's like now in their charter for like their Which new employees. It's actually, don't it's actually be, be evil. That's be the, evil. That's be the evil. first evil. warning sign. Don't be evil The like in every, any movie. Like, yeah, we're yeah. a good company. Don't be evil. Don't and be then evil. they become the evil. Oh, now we have got you. All right. Now, number 10, last one was the Jay-Z question. Which album had the singles such as Do It Again and Big Pimpin'? Zach, you said pretty confident. It, no, I thought it was Blueprint, right? It is not Blueprint. Oh, is it B? It oh, is B, three? Volume 3, oh, Life yeah. and Times of S. Carter. So, Justin, how many did you wind up I correct? six right now. Six, and Zach? Five. Five, all right, so... Stupid right Jay-Z. there, you're at five and six. So you're right. You're right, fifty and sixty percent. All right. So that's not. Yes. It's not terrible. Right. Um, when I did that category, and a good amount of the people that were coming had been there for all of these questions already. One team that just always seems to win. Uh, I think got eight I out of ten right. Sub- 
take cell phones. I'm just kidding. Oh no, we we I, know, I, I, I know, keep an eye. I keep an eye on that. I'm I used just, to give them bags joking. to put them in, and then yeah. just got annoying. Yeah. Um, but uh, they got eight out of ten. And I think the next closest was four out of ten. So For you guys people are, that have been steadily going, steadily going. So and they had already heard these questions. So you guys are above yeah, average yeah. on that. All right. I'll take that. So now what we are going to do. For the second round is we're going to read a category that will be for tomorrow's okay. live trivia night so at the Cinder. So you can get So if answers. you are listening now, you are getting a head start. Oh, damn. On tomorrow. James, now, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to go to trivia? <laughs> I am doing this because I safely believe that I wrote a category with questions on alternative rock okay that most people will not be able to answer okay but since we are music minded people this should be a 10 for 10 round for both of you okay it should be in my opinion a 10 for 10 round what? so what we're going to do is we are going to go through and I'm going to read the uh, read the questions and then, if you need multiple choice, if you need multiple choice, let me know. And I'm going to give you a different colored pen, and you're going to write your answer in that one, all okay. right? All right. All right? So yeah. you're going to get multiple choice, Only and you write your answer there. Choice. Only if you do. Okay. If you do not need, you just write the answer down, and all right? And half a point And you just write it um, no, I just want to see, you know, just a different way of grading. Okay, okay. okay, maybe we'll do that. Two points for everyone you get without multiple choice. One, one point, point for, okay. if you do. All right. Okay. So we're gonna start off. Just gotta load this because it didn't. It didn't open correctly. There we go. All righty. So the category again that will be at the Cinder tomorrow evening for the final round of trivia night. It is '90s alternative rock. All right. Okay. Question number one. Lightning Crashes was released in September of 1994 off the album Throwing Copper. The single was never officially released in the U.S., but it managed to peak at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1995. What band released this 90s epic? Neither of you need multiple choice. Nope. All right. Good on that one. Moving on to number two. (laughs) I have that album. It is actually a good album. All right. And the one... Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, uh, number two. In 1996, the world lost a musical genius when sublime frontman Bradley Knoll passed away from a drug overdose. In 1997, their final album continued to top the charts with such hits as Wrong Way and What I Got. Soon, the other two members decided to reform the band with a new lead singer. Since the estate of Knoll blocked their attempts at using the name Sublime, they began touring as, and toured to this day, under Sublime with who? Uh-huh. Got it. No multiple choice needed. Nope. All right. Both of you fairly confident. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three. Oasis is a British rock band that formed in 1991 and spent the 90s atop the charts across the globe. Their two biggest albums, Definitely Maybe and What's the Story, Morning Glory, helped them become the most successful band in the world from 1995 to 2005 spending 765 total weeks in the top 75 singles and albums charts. Which, real quick, holy fucking shit, I didn't know that. That's yeah. absurd. Ah, yeah. That's, they held the Guinness Book of World Records spot of the most successful band in the world. It's crazy. For a decade. 
While the band was originally comprised of five members, two brothers were the creative force behind this rock group. Who were these brothers? A two-part question. You want both their first names? Just their first names. Right. And their last names? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming if you have their first names, you have their last names. All right. Number four, Bush, another Brit alt-rock band, was fronted by the almost too good-looking Gavin Rossdale. The lead singer, with his statuesque bone structure and the hair of a god, was a heartthrob for teens across the world. Millions were devastated when Rossdale married for the first time in 2002. What female vocalist did Gavin Rossdale wed, leading to a 14-year marriage with four children? Justin, do you need multiple choice? No. Zach, do you need yeah, multiple choice? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Gavin Rossdale wed, leading to a 14-year marriage. It might help that I grew up in this era. With, a f- with four children. That's correct. A, Gwen Stefani. B, Alanis Morissette. C, Fiona Apple. D. Laura Jane Grace. A joke right, so, nobody will so get. So the answer I wanted to write is one of the choices. All right, so then, so you get that, write that down. Yeah. Um, just mark it. I'm gonna give you a special pen. But just remember that was number four. You had to do. All right, number five. It is widely accepted that Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit" was the top song of the '90s, and when Kurt Cobain passed away in '94, there was a huge void left in the world of alt. Alternative music. Even to this day, people are still conspiracy, 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 conspiracy. Within happened? months of the lead singer's death, drummer Dave Grohl went into the studio on his own and recorded an album entirely by himself. Under what band name did Dave Grohl release this solo album? If you need multiple choice, I murder you for this one. Murder. All right. This one's a little bit longer, so I'm just going to read the final sentence of this one. Okay. For what band did Chris Cornell sing and play guitar for? Ow. If you don't know that one, go back 45 minutes in this episode and then shoot yourself That's, in the foot. You should you should rewrite that question. Yeah. And and what side project? What, oh, oh. Co-sing oh, and... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You never know what's coming down the line over here. Oh. Oh. Yeah, well, oh. Right, well, right. Say no oh. to heaven. Oh, all did right. you see Miley Cyrus sing that? No. Really? Incredible. Whoa. Fucking incredible. I didn't know She's that. She's got a great voice, dude. She, she does. does. She is incredible. She should do what Weezer does and just only cover songs. Yeah. I actually asked Weezer to do that on an episode in the summer, and now that's all they've been that's doing, so been I think doing, they right? listen. All right, number seven. Seattle may have had grunge, but Chicago was capturing the art and punk-influenced alt-rock sound. What female-fronted band formed in Chicago in 1992 took their name from one of the characters from the classic novel, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Wait, say Uh, this whole thing again? Yep. Seattle may have had grunge, but Chicago was capturing the art and punk-influenced alt-rock sound. What female-fronted band formed in Chicago in 1992... Took their name from one of the main char- or one of the characters from the classic novel Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, damn. I'm gonna, I'm going to have to ask for multiple choice just because I don't remember the last name. The last name? Yes. All right. So number seven, Justin's taking multiple yes, choice. I'll mark it down. Is it A. Augustus Glump? B. Veruca Salt. Yeah. Okay. C. Violet Beauregard. <laughs> God damn it. D. Mike TV. All right. God. 
damn it. If you if you did, I love that, that band, Zach. Mike TV. Mike TV. It could be <laughs> so a band. It, could it be should a band. be a I'm band. I'm sure it is a band. Somewhere. It could be a tribute band to. Well, we already know it's Ruka Saw because uh, Justin got mad yeah. about it. All right, number eight. The Wallflowers were formed in L.A. in 1989, and they've gone through many lineup changes in the last 30 years. But one person has remained the centerpiece. With their big hit single, One Headlight, the band peaked with their sophomore album, Bringing Down the House. The lead singer, Jacob, is music royalty, as he is the son of what songwriting legend? Yeah. All right, good for both of you on that one. Oh, yeah. I also just hate that his name, Jacob, is spelled J-A-K-O-B. Yeah. It just it just looks K-O-B. weird. K-O-B. Jacoby. Just, Jacoby. It should be Jacoby if it's got a K in it. That's right. literally what my thought is every yeah. time I see that name. Oh, dear Jesus. All right, number nine. For super fans of any genre, it's hard to top the notion of a supergroup forming comprised of members from all of your favorite bands. In the 90s, members from Pearl Jam, Mother Love Bone, Green River, and Soundgarden joined forces for one self-titled album. By what name did this supergroup of grunge go by? two albums, actually. Uh, officially only listed no, one. one. Yeah, only only one self-titled. Maybe they did some live stuff. That, they probably did. I yeah, think they okay. did a reunion on their 25th, I think in, in 96. Okay. Yeah, or sorry, in 2006. I think they did a 25th reunion. All right. Somebody's real hungry. All right, now number 10. 25 years ago, Green Day crossed over to the mainstream, forever changing the scope of popular music popular music as we know it. For most fans, the pinnacle of Green Day was the song Basket Case, off the same album as other hits, singles, Welcome to Paradise and When I Come Around. What she? was the... And she. And she. And she. It's not a hit, though. I mean, I almost had... I had she written in there, and also uh, Burnout, uh, or whatever the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the nickname of this monumental album released by the pop punk trio Green Day twenty five years ago? Nickname? nickname. What was sorry? What was the name oh, okay. of this monumental album released by the pop punk trio Green Day twenty five years ago? What was the name of the album? All right, all right. More confident that even okay, you each got one assistant. One right? assistant. Yeah. So you each got one assistant. So if we're going two points for all of them, if you did unassisted in one, we should then you max score. out right now at an equal score. Yes. You should. You should. Again, we are all musically inclined people. We are for the most part into alternative rock. Right. All right. Uh, so James O said, "Damn, Kyle, one of these questions for what are these?" Wait. Oh, what are these questions like the whole Wikipedia page, son? Yes, pretty son. much. For the most part. That's okay. where most of all my questions okay. come from. It gets boring after a couple of weeks. All right, number one, Lightning Crashes was released in September of 94 off the album Throwing Copper. What band released this 90s epic? Live. 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 All right, Which, good. their new album with Christian, or the latest album they put yeah. out, is really fucking Is it good? good? Yeah. Check I didn't it even out. know that they had released one. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Christian from I forget what else he did except for Unified Theory, but he was basically when Blind Melon had broken up, they reformed and did a lot of work with him. Hell yeah! He just has a cool, cool ass voice. Hell yeah! Wonderful. Also touring still uh, is number two. Uh, Sublime began touring with a replacement. They were touring as Sublime with who? Rome. Rome. That is correct. Two for two for both of you. Number three, Oasis was uh, had two brothers that were the creative force behind the rock group. Who were these brothers? Noel and Joel Gallagher? 
Noel and Liam. Noel, Noel and Liam. And Liam. Yeah, fuck me. All right. Noel and Joel. Noel and Joel. Noel and Liam Gallagher. God damn it. Your um, other options for that one when I give it are going to be Angus and Malcolm Young, Ray and Dave, Dave you Davies, totally put and Mark and, and David Knopfler. Uh, I was gonna put Benji and Joel Benji from and fucking Joel, yeah. uh, Madden. from yeah, Madden yeah. Benji from Good yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, so one god colossal blunder over here. All right, Bush, yeah. Bush Gwen lead Stefani. vocalist Gavin Rossdale married Gwen Stefani. Yeah. So Zach, is that what you wound up going with? Gwen Stefani. All right. In my so mind, right I there. said that, and I was just like. No, that doesn't. It's make weird, sense. right? Like it's I immediately knew that, but then I questioned myself. Like that's no, wait a minute. And uh, then when you gave me the choice, I was. Oh, uh, that's what I was hoping. Once you'd hear the option, you'd get annoyed. All right, it is widely accepted that Nirvana smell like Foo smells fighters. like Teen Spirit. All right, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Come on. What we got my from mom James, would get that one. Joel and Bowl. Joel and Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Dolan Gold. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah, fuck. Whatever. All fuck right. Number is. six for what band did Chris Cornell sing and play guitar for? Soundgarden. Soundgarden. All right. And number seven, we already know, is Veruca Salt. Salt. Yeah. And Mike TV. And <laughs> number eight, Jacob, the lead singer of the Wallflowers, is the son of what? Bob Dylan. Uh, Bobby D. Bobby D. Your options there are going to be John Fogarty, Paul McCartney, Bob Dylan, and Pete Townsend. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number nine, super fans of any genre love a super group. Formed by Pearl Jam, Mother Love Bone, Green River, and Soundgarden members. What is the name of this super grunge Temple group? Dog. Temple of the Dog. Zach, is that what you have? Oh, yeah. Okay, buddy. good. Oh, yeah, oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, and then buddy. number 10, what was the Green Day album that was released 25 years ago with Basket Case, Welcome to Paradise, and When I Come Around? Dookie. 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 Yeah. That is Dookie. Now, with the exception of one colossal blunder there from Justin. Zach, you have all of them right with the help of one. So yeah. you're at 19 points, so that would put Justin at a 17 points. Yeah, 17 no. points? Wait. Yeah, he got one yeah, wrong. You got one wrong and you yeah, got one right. half point. You're All right, right. so you're, you're at right. 17 points on that. You never lived. But you had Golden Bowl. I don't know why. Golden Bowl. I wasn't going to ask for a. Uh, like, I was like, I knew no. You knew no. And I'm just like, okay. And then it just popped in. You're like, what's that other Irish type of name? Joel. Joel or Noel? Joel now, Noel is spelled with two L's. Did you spell Joel with two L's no, as well? No, just the one. No, I wrote Noel. Noel. <laughs> All right. All I just right. spelled it wrong and left it. Now, the two of you, again, being people that are exposed more to this style of music, on a scale of one to ten, how difficult was the first round? Way more difficult. Way more Way difficult, more comparatively. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. a lot of these questions, I've you know, it's just... It's kind of common so many knowledge. conversations or yeah. it's in your face yeah. way more. So More than you know. When I'm creating these, basically my thing, like I said, is I'm trying to write something that everybody can have a chance at answering correctly. Sure. But if you don't know, it, it's not going to be the most obvious answer. And if you do know, it can still be a little bit of a challenge if you are in the know on that topic. Sure. So what I was or trying to see... Or if you're in the Joel on this Or topic. if you're in the Joel. Now, oh, I was trying yeah. to see how much better you guys did. And the fact that you only took two lifelines between the two of you, pretty much... Mainly because I couldn't realize one, the fucking... One I couldn't issue. remember Salt 
Yes, yes. For whatever reason. Other than that, you would have been still one point behind. Technically, I should have taken Joel. Yeah. You said Noel and Joel. No, we would have been tied because I had one more point I should have taken the Gwen Stefani one. I knew that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, now, anybody listening, please come out tomorrow and play (laughs) Trivia Night at the Cinder at 7.30 from 7.30 to 9.30. You know what, James, though? Fuck off, dude. Dave and Jave Davies. <laughs> Dave and Jave Davies. Yep, yep. I remember them. Yeah. Oh, Benji and Kenji. Yeah. Benji and Kenji. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, you know. Uh, oh, Jesus. Paul Christ. and Paul. <laughs> Baron and Karen and Carpenter. Brian. Brian and Lyman Wilson. Brian and Ryan. Brian and Ryan Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good guys. Yeah, they just hang out on a sloop job beat. All right. Okay, so, uh, again, everybody listening at home, uh, come out to Trivia Night tomorrow at Johnny the Johnny and Bonnie Cash. Johnny and Bonnie Cash. <laughs> the wrong son died there for sure. All right. Now, uh, before we wrap up, anything that you guys uh, wanted to... Uh, touch on this week. Uh, I just won't be here next week. You so, won't be here uh, next week, so we no, don't have a show. Right, I'll be in so North Carolina. We're going to be gone for uh, the next week, possibly two, but most likely just the next week, and we'll right. be back after that. Uh, please uh, keep your eye out every Monday or Tuesday if we forget to yeah, submit our sorry. episode. This one will be up in time. It'll be up on time on iTunes and Stitcher for the Moot Dropper. You can get the wonderful episodes from both us and let me ask you a question. Or you can come over and get them on a flash drive. Or you can yeah, get over get I over here, get on a flash too. drive. We'll give it to you. We might even we can we can like uh, transcribe the whole entire thing into Sanskrit for you, and you can take that and you can walk around. Or you can just Sanskrit. Sit and not say anything just watch you could do that yeah. you could you could come here sit on that bench on that piano right oh, we there have chairs. we got another we chair over here chair. come hang floors. out come hang out if you would like to be a guest or if you are a musician and you would like to submit music please hit us up at km.won'tshutup at gmail.com or you could message us on both uh, Facebook and Instagram Kyle Mocha won't shut up you can check us out at Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones on YouTube and Very coming soon. soon in the near future, we will have HouseboatTimeyLeeJones.com up and running. It is registered. It is registered. I'm currently working on the website. Justin owns the website. I do. It's his. Yes. We're all getting fucked out of this endeavor. He's going to well, bring in me, you way can, you can chip funnier in $12 for the year, and dude. different talented guy. Uh, and then nah, he's going to do it all without us. You know what would be really fun, though? What? Figuring out a way to do a, I thought you were gonna say a live show. Us. Do this live recording. Yeah. But it would have to be uh, Well, a we do episode. have an invite for a live recording for potentially something in the near future. Okay. So cool. we might be hanging out in a sake distillery and drinking oh. some sake, eating some sushi. That would be rad. Right the here coop in the, dog. with the coop dog and the Delaware water game. All right, yeah, we all right. If you got any cedar posts, bring them on down. Bring them on, he down. Loves cedar. Them on down. He does. Yeah, that's what Zach's saying. And Zach doesn't lie about wood. No, it's one thing he has tattooed on his calf. Don't lie about wood. <laughs> it was a reminder. It's just a picture of a, a two by four, and it says, "Don't lie." Stamped Don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm getting that tattoo tomorrow. All right, I love Don't it. Don't lie on my forehead. <laughs> on my forehead. Don't lie. On a two by four. Yeah. On a two by four. Uh, well, actually, of cedar. They're making um, it's like a brand, 
And okay. they attached the end of a two by four. My tattoo artist is just gonna beat me in the head with the two by four. <laughs> See, isn't that just a burning log at that point? Yeah, yeah. I think it it's is. Tre- so. It's treated, so when it burns, oh. it releases chemicals into oh. your. Oh, so there you go. Oh, that's that seems good. real safe. That's more safe. For extra sure. safe. He's got it's gloves extra on. Safe. Oh yeah, cool. extra extra safe. All right, well, for everybody here yeah. at Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, I'm Kyle Mocha. Big thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Eddie and Betty. Eddie and Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, Eddie and Teddy? Eddie and Teddy? Eddie and Betty. Eddie and Betty? Oh, okay, Eddie and uh, Betty. Very yeah, I'll nice. see you guys Very nice. two weeks. So thank you, to, thank you to Justin and yeah, Dustin Olimpedo. <laughs> Uh, and uh, as I always, Mr. Life. Zachary. I'm going to myself with this microphone cord. Zachary Crackery Stormin. <laughs> Crackery. I'm Kyle Logan. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. <sighs> Have a great rest of your evening or day or whatever time you're listening to this. Check us out. iTunes, Stitcher, all that shit we already said. We'll see you next time. Don't Have lie about one. wood. Don't, Don't lie. lie about wood. Watch out for Noel and Joel. Noel and Joel. If they pop up in your town <laughs> and are looking Joel. for a place to stay, oh, not the right Noel people. and Joel have gold, I'm sure. <laughs> not the right people. Noel and Joel, we sing our songs. Da 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 da. All right, we'll see you next time. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I, Kelsey Kramer? If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid. Some will be total experimental. Pieces of shit. Oh, we are.